This is Diana Cordy with Book Talk. My guest is Jason Kander, who's written a wonderful memoir about serving our country in Afghanistan and in government. And he was the first millennial ever elected to a statewide office. The author of two books, his newest title is Invisible Storm, a soldier's memoir of politics and PTSD. He's Zooming with me today from his home in Kansas City, Missouri. Jason, welcome to Book Talk. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. What drove you to write this book, especially with its unusual combo of politics and PTSD? Uh, Sure. Well, you know, uh, this is the book that I feel like I would have read and would have probably gone to get help if I'd read it 14 years ago, but it didn't exist and it hasn't been written. So I felt like I needed to write it, a book that actually made clear a few things. One, that it is actually possible to achieve post-traumatic growth if you go to get help for PTSD. And also that, you know, trauma has, it comes in a lot of different forms and that, you know, there's not just one way to get PTSD. So this is the book that I needed 14 years ago. And since it didn't exist, I decided to write it. What does PTSD feel like? You know, I think it's, it manifests differently for everyone. For me, PTSD was exhausting. I suppose I should say is, but it's, I'm at the point now where I feel like I can manage my PTSD and it's very different. But to have untreated PTSD, it's exhausting. I mean, for me, it was night terrors every night, really bad nightmares, the feeling that I was in danger all the time and that the world was a very dangerous place. So... You know, when you're not sleeping and you're having nightmares and then you feel like you're on guard all the time, it just sort of wears you out after a while. And then for me, that ended up manifesting as shame and guilt about the way I was feeling and and feeling that I hadn't done enough in my service. And, And so eventually I got depressed. And if you aren't sleeping and you are depressed for long enough, eventually you can have suicidal thoughts. And that's what happened with me. How did politics fit in with your experience? Well, in my case, you know, that was my career, right? I came home and I was good at that. And I, I wanted to give back. I was drawn to politics, you know, before I deployed. And so fit into my experience with PTSD in that it became, in addition to being something I cared about and I wanted to do for the right reasons, it became a coping mechanism for me. It became self-medication. I threw myself into my career as a way I now know of avoiding myself and avoiding what was going on with me. So I recognize that because I am somebody that people know and because I'm somebody who had untreated PTSD while they were running for president, basically, uh, that that's a unique story. And so it gives me a platform to talk about this, but I tried to do it in such a way that anybody could relate to. So you don't have to be in politics to, to be able to relate to the idea of throwing yourself into something or, or even, you know, going into something else like self-medicating with drugs or alcohol, or I wanted it to be a broadly relatable experience. It's just that I recognized that in my case, it afforded me the opportunity to tell the story and to reach more people. What is the VA therapy for PTSD and how successful is it? The VA has, there's a few different therapy tracks. I can talk about my own that I did. And when I talk about it, I like to make clear to people that I'm not saying like, this is the one to do. This worked well for me. If it hadn't, I was pretty determined and I would have tried another one. So that's the key is I want people to understand like this works for me, but it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. If it doesn't work for you, if it does, 
you just keep trying things until until you figure out what really helps. Does one get cured PTSD? No, uh, because PTSD is an injury, but it's an injury based on memories. And so because the memories don't go away, you're not cured of PTSD, but you can get to a place, what I refer to as post-traumatic growth, where your symptoms of PTSD, something you can manage. How did you feel when you saw your first TV coverage of the withdrawal from Afghanistan? It was very emotionally difficult for me. It was just very difficult to see the Taliban take back over and... You know, put people into servitude, people who I cared about and and people who deserve to live freely. And frankly, because, you know, I and a lot of other people put a lot of time and risked a lot uh, for for that country. And, uh, and so that was very, very difficult. And then I got very involved in Afghan evacuation efforts. And so it went from something that was sort of triggering, not sort of, it was triggering for me to my initial trauma to become something that was actually really important. And I'm really proud of the work that I've done but it was newly traumatic as well. And so uh, that work is something that I've actually gone back to the VA and done. I recently completed, a, you know, a, like I think six weeks of weekly therapy just to deal with that experience. What's the Veterans Community Project? A Veterans Community Project is, that's where I work. I'm the president of National Expansion, a Veterans Community Project. We are a Kansas City-based nonprofit organization that fights the veteran suicide epidemic by providing walk-in services to veterans, walk-in services of all types, but also fights the veteran homelessness problem by building villages of tiny houses with wraparound case management services to transition veterans out of homelessness. I got involved because Veterans Community Project is actually the organization that I went to. I just, like a bunch of other Kansas City vets, I walked into the, to the outreach center to get assistance with my paperwork for the VA so that I could train get my therapy started at the VA. And they were extremely helpful with that. And so I was already a believer in what they did, but I became even greater a believer. And now uh, for the last three years, I've been the president of national expansion. And in that time, we've taken this really revolutionary model and we've expanded it to the Denver area, the St. Louis area, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We've recently purchased property in Oklahoma City. So we'll be going there. And we've got a couple other cities coming pretty soon too. You describe the life of a politician in your own campaigns. What was the best part of politics for you? Mm, that's a good question. Um, the best part of politics for me, I think, was whenever I had the opportunity to, I want to say to get things done, but frankly, the opportunity to get things done, it's, it's pretty fleeting. It doesn't come along that often, unfortunately. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying like, it's hard for me to say that's the best part of politics because it just didn't happen that often. And I think that's true for most people in politics. So while it probably is the best part, it happens so seldom that I can't say that it was like the best part. It just wasn't large enough of a part. I mean, if you compare it to, for instance, what I feel like, you know, not like what my life is like now, the work I've done through Afghan uh, Rescue Project, which I founded, the um, the work that I get to do every day is the President of National Expansion of Veterans Community Project. That what I'm able to do, you know, as a, a mental health advocate and with this book, I feel really spoiled by the fact that I feel like I'm I'm getting to really make a meaningful impact all the time. And I didn't really feel that way when I was in office. So I guess to me, the best everyday part of politics was a combination of some of the people that I I had you know, with me on my team that I know really cared and, and, uh, and we were all part of something together. And also, even though you don't get to make a difference every day, you do get a sense that you're giving people hope and that that matters. And so the opportunity to 
give people a reason to feel optimistic about the future. I did enjoy that about politics and I still get to enjoy that. You know, I'm still in politics. I, I'm not running for anything, but I, you know, I have a, a pretty popular political podcast and I'm pretty vocal when I, when I want to be. And so I, I guess the answer is whatever the best part of politics was, it's something I still have going for me, I suppose. What's your advice to our listeners who might be feeling some PTSD symptoms or know someone who is? My advice is that if you think something might be wrong, something is wrong. And most people undergo some sort of trauma in their lives. Doesn't mean they have PTSD necessarily, but most people do undergo trauma. And that treatment really helps. It really works. And if, if you are doing what I did for over a decade and saying, well, you know, yeah, this happened to me, but it's nothing compared to what happened to so-and-so. It's really a waste of your time. Your brain doesn't care what some, somebody else's brain experience because it doesn't know. And so you're not going to gain valuable perspective and therefore overcome your trauma by considering someone else's greater trauma. Either you deal with your trauma or your trauma deals with you. It's not going to get better over time. So if you're feeling off since something happened, if there's something that is continuously bothering you, it doesn't really matter what it is. You know, you don't, you don't got to be a combat vet. You could have had a car accident or lost a loved one or had a divorce or, you know, so it could be something going back to your childhood, car accident, surviving, you know, an illness, like, or just watching the news in 2022. Like, it doesn't really matter. If it hasn't set right with you and it is disrupting your life, then it is an injury. It doesn't really matter how severe the injury is. It's an injury that should be dealt with. Thank you. My guest is Jason Kander, author of Invisible Storm, a soldier's memoir of politics and PTSD, published by Mariner Books. This is Diana Cordy with Book Talk. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it.